That doesn't mean that you have to tell everyone your life story and unpack all of your childhood trauma on your Instagram story or anything like that, but you do need to be a real human being. The power of social media and personal brand is not just making a page that's like a fact bank. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, business mentor, social media and sales expert, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to build the lives and businesses of their dreams. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life you love right now. We are also talking all things entrepreneurship and personal development, including wellness, social media, confidence, sales, business strategy, mindset, wealth building, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm stoked to share this week's episode with you. We're talking about three specific actionable ways that you can get more ideal followers on Instagram. I'm going to break it down and, of course, give you some actionable takeaways. And I think it's really important to note that the topic isn't just getting more followers. It's getting more ideal followers because believe it or not, your audience size is way more about quality over quantity because a few reasons. Number one, having followers that don't engage with you or aren't interested in what you're talking about or don't want to buy ever the things that you're selling if you use Instagram for your business, those are really just dead weight. Like They just don't need to be there and you're just growing your follower number for the sake of having a higher number. The second thing is that doing that and going for quantity over quality actually hurts you in the long run because it brings your engagement rates down. I'd rather have you have an audience of 500 people who are diehard fans for you than an audience of 50,000 people who are meh, don't really care about your content, don't really care about what you have to say, are never going to buy anything from you. I'd rather have you have a small audience of raving fans than a massive audience of people who are lukewarm about you. So it's important to remember that this is about getting more ideal followers on Instagram. If we were just talking about getting more followers point blank, the easiest thing to do is just buy them or do like a loop giveaway or anything like that. And I just, I don't recommend that. I recommend strategies that are going to get you in front of the right humans who actually care about you and your mission and the things that you share so that you can have a meaningful community, you can make an impact. And if you choose to monetize your audience, then you can do that as well. Well, and I have a lot to say on this topic because over the last eight years, my audience has seen me build the life of my dreams, all thanks to mastering Instagram. I'm talking helping thousands of women all over the world, banking over a million dollars by the age of 25, fulfilling my lifelong dream of buying a horse, and now I'm about to buy my second horse, growing the most epic community of incredible, ambitious women traveling the world, not so much right now, but you best believe I actually got my first dose of my vaccine today and I'm so excited about it. I cannot wait. Like look out world vaccinated Marie is coming. (laughs) I'm so excited. But anyway, 
All that to say, it's all been possible because of Instagram, because I learned how to make a community of like-minded people attract ideal followers. And then I also knew what to do with those followers once I got them. And countless women over the years have messaged me basically saying, teach me your ways and have asked me to share my secrets on creating irresistible content, feeling confident in front of the camera, cracking the algorithm code and growing their following. And of course, we're going to do a little bit of that in today's episode. But I also knew that, you know, free content, a podcast episode, an Instagram post, that can only take you so far. And I also knew that if I was ever going to come out with an Instagram course that included everything that I needed to say, it had to be different and better than what's already out there. Plus, I'm an Enneagram 3. I never half ass anything anyway. So I worked my full ass off to create the ultimate Instagram course for mastering content creation and owning the algorithm. And hundreds of students are already enrolled. Since last year, the doors have been locked shut. But but I'm thrilled to announce that Content Boss is open for enrollment right now, assuming you're listening to this podcast shortly after it came out. It's open for enrollment right now, and new students get instant access to a full course of game-changing strategies, resources, and action steps. I'm talking seven in-depth modules with several video lessons in each one, plenty of worksheets, checklists, templates, action steps. Like I said, we love an actionable takeaway and lifetime access to updates as the platform changes because we all know that Instagram loves to change and the course adapts with it. So you can get enrolled right now, unlock all of my Instagram secrets and start giving your Instagram strategy a glow up at contentbosscourse.com. There's all the info on that website with the full breakdown of what each module covers, student results, all that good stuff. Again, it's contentbosscourse.com. In the meantime, enjoy today's episode, but also know that this stuff is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to content strategy. Before we continue, I have to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Online Coach Empire Mastermind, which is my six-month transformative high-touch group program for established online coaches who are craving new levels of impact, income, and ease in their businesses. So if you have an established online coaching business and you are ready to scale it into a six-figure empire, this is for you. I will put the link to the application in the episode description, but just know that I created this program because it's exactly what I wish would have existed a few years ago. Once upon a time, I was feeling very overwhelmed and burned out from doing all the things in my business, yet I still desired more. I wanted more impact, more income, more freedom. I knew what I wanted, but I honestly had no idea how to make it happen without just working 24-7 because honestly, I felt like I was already putting in work just maintain and I had no idea how I could keep growing my business without cloning myself. So I faced my fears. I invested in my very first mastermind and the game was changed. I discovered the power of combining community and mentorship and never looked back. At this point, I've invested over $125,000 into masterminds alone and they have been the leverage point that has allowed me to double my business year over year for 
several years running. And now I've taken the very best aspects of each mastermind I've experienced and created the ultimate group coaching container for ambitious online coaches who are craving the next level. We have the high level strategy. We have the close knit community. We have the industry leading guest experts. We have plenty of coaching access. We have everything you need to scale. It is all here for the taking. So click the link in the episode description to apply or go to bit.ly slash online coach empire to see what this program is all about. I would love to see you inside if you're an established online coach. This is going to be the perfect next step if you are an established online coach who is ready to scale your business into that six-figure empire, and I cannot wait to see who fills our remaining spots. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, let's get into the good stuff. Like I said, we're talking three ways to get more ideal followers on Instagram. And the first one seems like a no-brainer, but it has more nuance than you might think. And way number one is give people a reason to keep coming back. (laughs) Give them a reason to keep consuming your content. Give them a reason to engage with you. Give them a reason to see you as someone they want to be friends with or work with or get information from. And the number one way you can do that is by giving value consistently. And I'm sure that you've heard that a million times before. Give value, give value, give value. But let's get a little bit more specific on what could be value, right? Value isn't just like giving people information. It could also be inspiring them. It could be entertaining them. It could be educating them or it could just be connecting with them and giving them a sense of community or belonging or relatability. It doesn't have to be education. And I think that's a trap that a lot of people fall into when it comes to creating Instagram content, especially my like health and fitness coaches. They love to educate, but that's not the only way to give value, nor is that the only way you should be giving value. You should also be inspiring, entertaining, and connecting with your audience and making your little corner of the internet into an amazing space with great energy and tons of value of all different types so that people know whenever they come to your page or whenever they see your story pop up or whenever they see your username in their newsfeed, they want to stop their scroll or stop tapping through and actually pay attention. They want to consume what you've created because you have basically train them that, hey, every time you see my content, you're going to get something valuable out of it, whether it's inspiration, entertainment, education, connection. And in case you need a little bit more of a breakdown, inspiration is obviously helping people feel like more is possible for them or for their life and that they have, you know, big things coming for them. Entertaining is giving people a smile, a laugh, anything that can capture their attention and elevate their mood. Educating is giving people knowledge, of course, and connecting is creating a sense of belonging, relatability, and of course, as humans, we just love making connections with other humans. It is hardwired into us, and that is a form of value in and of itself, and that's why it's so important to be authentic and transparent and vulnerable on social media. That doesn't mean that you have to tell everyone your life story and unpack all of your childhood trauma on your Instagram story or anything like that. 
but you do need to be a real human being. The power of social media and personal brand is not just making a page that's like a fact bank. If someone just wanted facts, they'd use Google. They want facts, but they also want your personality and they want connection and they want to get to know you and they want a human being. So make sure that when you're giving value, it's not just straight up spitting facts out. If people just wanted facts, they'd go to Google. Okay. The other reason why giving value and giving people a reason to keep coming back is so important is because when your existing audience engages with and seeks out your content, that's when Instagram is more likely to serve it to new people. So that's why we don't just want to get people to like your content once or save it once. We want them to keep coming back because the higher your engagement rate is, the more Instagram sees, oh, people are seeking this person out. People are making a point to engage with their content. More people will also probably like it. Instagram will literally rank up your page, your specific piece of content in the algorithm and start serving it to new people to see if those people want to follow you and consume your content too. So we want to create content that our existing audience will engage with. And that means every piece of content that you create should be giving value in some way, should be serving your ideal follower in some way. Okay. And when I say serving your ideal follower, (laughs) that's a really important read between the lines here because number one, serving your ideal follower isn't always the same thing as serving who's already following you, especially if you're newer to creating a personal brand or using Instagram for your business. You might have a bunch of like random friends from high school or your family members following you or whatever. I want you to be creating content for your ideal followers, not your existing followers. And that also goes for if maybe you're pivoting or shifting into a different niche or something like that. And then the other thing that you need to understand about getting more ideal followers is that your content should not just be, what do I feel like talking about today? I think that's the approach that a lot of people take when they're planning or creating content. What do I feel like talking about? What's inspiring me? No, no. If you are using your Instagram to grow a community and make an impact and you want to monetize your platform or you want to really grow your platform, become a leader in the space, you need to be thinking about what they want and need to hear, not what you feel like posting. That is what you do on your personal Instagram. And of course, you can sprinkle in some like just fun, light content here and there. But overall, your main goal with your content or your main thought should always be what do they need and want to hear, not what do I feel like talking about today. And then just going along with giving people a reason to keep coming back. A couple other less strategic elements of this is just making sure that you're infusing your personality into your content, like letting people in and letting people see what makes you special and unique, whether you're super bubbly and fun and funny, or whether you are really nerdy and you are like, you nerd out on something really (laughs) obscure, that's cool too. Or if you are really sarcastic or you love dogs, or you're a crazy horse girl like me, whatever makes you, you infuse that into all of your content because that will help you stand out and specifically stand out from everyone else who is in your niche or who is serving the same type of audience. Your personality is what makes it different. The way that you deliver information and deliver stories and deliver entertainment and inspire people is what makes you stand out because 10 people could post the same fact, but it would feel different and a 
appeal to different people depending on how they're able to package it, right? So infuse your personality into everything that you do. And this comes with time. This comes with getting more comfortable in front of the camera, more comfortable with writing. And it definitely takes practice, but it makes all the difference in the world. The next is give people a glimpse into your personal life. Like I said, you don't need to unpack all of your childhood trauma in front of the world, but give them a little glimpse of what's going on. People who regularly consume my content know that I have two golden retrievers. Their names are Rosie and Sunny. They know that I'm engaged to my fiance, Andrew, who is basically my high school sweetheart. They know that I live in Austin, Texas. They know that I'm a crazy horse girl in the middle of buying my dream horse right now. They know that I buy myself flowers for my office on the regular. They know just random things about me. They know that I love reading. They know where I'm traveling. They know that my dad has a pizza oven and I bought it for him for his birthday. And that is like the ultimate life hack because I get free homemade pizza all the time. (laughs) So my point is a lot of people know a lot about me and it helps us relate to each other. It helps them feel connected to me. It helps them feel like we're friends. And that is the essential ingredient of a parasocial relationship, which basically means someone feels like they're your friend, even if you don't know them. And again, you can still have boundaries. You can still have things that you don't talk about, right? Like there's plenty of things that I don't talk about on social media, believe it or not. But There are some specific things that people really relate to and love hearing about and love talking about, and I share them on on a regular basis. And then the last thing is just making people feel seen and being relatable. Again, if people just wanted facts and figures and information, they would Google it. They want those things plus connection, plus a relationship, plus a level of humanity in all of the things that you create. So don't try to be this perfectly polished robot. Don't try to be a Wikipedia page. You are a living, breathing human being with a story and a personality and flaws. If we're, you know, let's just be real. Like you definitely have flaws. I definitely have flaws. Who doesn't? So help people feel seen, help people feel like they can relate to you by being a little bit vulnerable, by not being afraid to be a little imperfect. And that will help people feel closer to you. And that will, again, help you stand out from the crowd and give people a reason to keep coming back. I have people message me and comment on my stuff every single day saying, oh my God, I've been following you for six years. I've been following you since you were in high school. I've been following you since you did bikini competitions. Like People have been following me for so, so long. And that's because we are friends. They feel like they know me. They are invested in my story. They're invested in my life even if they don't want anything that I sell anymore, even if they don't have a business, even if our lives have taken completely different paths and we don't have that much in common anymore, they feel like they can relate to me and they feel like we have a meaningful relationship and that makes all the difference in the world. So to wrap that section up in a bow, all in all, give people a reason to keep coming back by consistently giving them value, giving them things that they want to engage with. Don't forget a call to action and make sure that you are showing up and being fully yourself so people can truly feel like they are connecting to you. The next way to get more ideal followers on Instagram is to optimize your bio and your name field to attract the right people 
and this is important, repel the wrong ones. If you aren't strong enough to repel the wrong people, you are not strong enough to attract the right people. That is so important to remember. You cannot please everyone. Your page cannot be for everyone. Don't be afraid to repel the wrong people. And this goes back to being yourself as well. But we go deep into optimizing your profile into Content Boss, but I want to just give you two specific things to focus on after this episode. Just get the ball rolling. Just get you started. The first thing is use keywords in your name field for SEO and also make sure they're keywords that your ideal follower would actually use. So to clarify, SEO is search engine optimization, and there are only a couple ways that Instagram does SEO as of now. One of them is your username, one of them is your name field, and one of them is hashtags. They also can identify what's in your photos just visually as well, but Think if you're typing something into the search bar, Instagram is basing the results off of a username and the name field. So you want to make sure that your name field, which is like the section under your profile picture, has keywords in it that your ideal follower would actually search for. So for me, mine says, I think online business mentor, online biz mentor, and my first name, it says Marie, online biz mentor. So if people are searching biz mentor or online mentor or Marie, they would find mine. If I had more characters, I would do online business mentor, of course, but alas, we have limited characters, but I'm using specific keywords that people would search and that help people immediately identify, oh, is this chick someone who I actually want to follow, right? So that they immediately have a strong first impression of me and I would repel people who don't care about business advice or who don't care to consume that type of content. So make sure that you are using keywords that your ideal follower would use as well. An example of this, I see a mistake all the time that a lot of online health and fitness and wellness coaches put their certification in their name field. So they'll say like NASM certified trainer or NASM CPT, for example. A lot of times, depending on who your ideal client is, of course, but most of the time your ideal client is not going to be searching for a specific certification because they are not super educated in health and fitness. Otherwise, they wouldn't need a coach, right? They are going to be searching like either fitness coach or they'll be searching like workout videos or they'll be searching flexible dieting or macros or they'll be searching gut health or things like that. So think about who your ideal client is and what types of things they're going to be seeking out on Instagram and make that part of your name field to optimize your profile when it comes to searchability. Okay. And again, Reminder, I know I've said this like three times, but it's so important. Make sure that the keywords you use are the same words your ideal follower would use. They are not like industry lingo that only your peers would use because that's not who we're trying to attract. The next thing is actually in your bio, you need to clearly explain who you are and what you do slash why people should follow you. That should be right in your bio. Remember, people land on your bio and they have like five, 10 seconds to make a snap judgment. Like, is this someone I'm interested in learning more about? Is this someone who will add value to my life? Or are they just going to be noise? Or am I not going to be interested in what they're doing? 
again, don't be afraid to get specific. Don't be afraid to put details and put personality into this because we want to repel the wrong people too. That's also progress. But this could look like an I help statement. I know they're super common, but for good reason. For example, my I help statement is I help ambitious online coaches make bank while making a difference. It could be a transformation statement like I lost 20 pounds while eating my favorite foods and training at home. Let's say you post a lot of fitness videos and you want to attract an audience of fitness people. Or it could be like a branded kind of bullet list of what your account focuses on. That would be kind of more the influencer route, but you could say like sustainable fashion, home decor, healthy eats, for example. So that when people land on your page, they immediately know, is this account something that interests me? Is this account something that's going to bring me value? Is this account something that I want to follow and engage with? And you need to get specific. And again, everything should be communicated in a way that is easily understood by your ideal follower, not your peers, not your mom, not your goldfish, your ideal followers. So make sure you are using their language. Okay. And then the third way to get more ideal followers on Instagram, and this is especially true right now, as of me recording this in spring of 2021, use reels to create niche specific yet shareable content. I cannot tell you how many people have come to me recently complaining, why am I not growing? I'm posting every day and I'm showing up on my stories and I'm giving value. And I'm like, are you using reels? And they say no. And I say, you need to use reels. (laughs) Like you need to use reels if you want to grow right now. Otherwise, you're not allowed to complain about not growing because reels are by far the best way to reach new people right now for two main reasons. Number one, Anytime Instagram rolls out a new feature, they reward people for using it within the algorithm. So if you do use Reels, Instagram will say, ah, Marie has been using Reels. Marie is using this new feature. Let's throw her a bone. Let's show her to new people. Let's promote her content in the algorithm because she is doing what we want her to be doing. Instagram literally trains its users. And another new feature they just rolled out in case you missed it is live rooms where you can go live with up to three other people at a time. If you use that, Instagram will also throw you a bone. So anytime Instagram rolls out a new feature, you want to use it. You want to jump on it right away because the algorithm will reward you. And that goes for Reels too. I know they've been out for a while, but they are like the biggest new feature Instagram has come out with. And they are really now gaining traction and gaining steam. I feel like people were kind of late to adopt it, but now people are really starting to get it. The next thing is that reels have been put front and center in our newsfeed and in their own tab. If you didn't notice, Instagram literally on most accounts, some of them haven't updated yet because they roll out kind of updates, especially to the user interface over time. But Instagram literally changed the entire layout of the user interface to make the reels feed the center button because they want you to be consuming reels. They want you to be making reels and they want that to be like the top type of content that people are consuming on the app right now. And really every industry trend, every social media report, every prediction is that video content is the way to go right now. So that makes perfect sense. Reels have been put front and center in the news feeds in their own tab as well. So you need to get on it. You need to leverage that opportunity 
And with that, reels are also your number one opportunity to go viral on Instagram. So if you care about getting in front of new people, getting new eyeballs on your page, post reels and make sure that they are niche specific, make sure they are shareable, make sure they are jumping on current trends, using trending music, and they are more and more likely to get picked up by the algorithm and pushed out to new people. We did talk about this in a recent episode when I interviewed Natalie Rogers. We talked about going viral on TikTok and Instagram. And we mentioned that reels and TikTok videos kind of have their own life cycle compared to other content, but you have a way higher chance of going viral, even though it's probably not going to happen right away. It usually happens within a week or two. So if you're currently creating reels, if you decide because of this episode, all right, I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to make some reels. Be a little bit patient, stick with it, study what's working, study what's trending, put your own spin on it, and then post it and be patient and just keep going. Every time you post a reel, it's kind of like a lottery ticket and eventually one of them is going to work. The algorithm is going to pick one of those up. That recently happened to me for the second time and I have a reel that at first it just performed pretty normal, which is around like 20,000 views on just my feed. I posted it to my feed and it was like a funny reel with the Lady Gaga audio, which is like, um, no sleep, bus, club, club, another club, another club, plane, whatever, no sleep. And I like related that to the Instagram algorithm and like all the different types of content we're supposed to be posting. And people turns out thought it was really clever. They thought it was funny. I'm not explaining it very well. So go to my profile if you want to actually see it. My Instagram is Marie E. Wold. But again, it performed pretty normal for the first, I would say, week that it was up. And it kind of settled in around like 20,000 views, pretty standard. And then over the course of like three days, like over a weekend, it doubled in views and then it doubled again a couple of days later. And it's still going as of today, as of like, I think two weeks later, it's now at 90,000 views and still going. And it's gotten me so many new followers and ideal followers too, right? People that care about the Instagram algorithm, people that want to learn about Instagram, people that want tips and tricks, especially because the content had some really, really great value with my content strategy recommendations too. And I am so pleased with how it's performed. But again, it took a hot second for it to gain traction. So when you're posting reels, I just want to remind you that it can take a moment for them to gain gain traction, but it's also a good thing because they have a longer life cycle than say a feed post or a story. But bottom line, you need to be using reels to create niche specific shareable content if you want to be getting more ideal followers on Instagram. And I want you to like study what's working interact with like the top kind of creators and leaders in your space, see what they're creating. And the great thing about reels and TikTok is like, you don't need to invent a new trend. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to even be super like smart or funny or clever. You just need to take what's already working, what people are already loving and put your own spin on it. So make it relevant to your niche, make it relevant to your ideal follower, put your personality behind it. Of course, don't just rip off people's ideas, but like take an existing trend and simply make it your own. If you find something, for example, I'm getting a ton of like wedding 
reels right now because I'm trying to wedding plan if this freaking pandemic could just calm down for a second. But I get a ton of wedding reels. And I'll, if I see one that I think is awesome and I see it's going viral, I'm like, okay, this is super funny or this is super clever or whatever. How can I adapt this to like content strategy or how can I adapt this to sales or entrepreneurship or even something personal? You can also just keep it like personal, relatable, funny, and get new people into your audience as well, as long as it's relatable still to like the right type of person, right? So you need to be using Reels to create specific yet shareable content that's going to apply to your ideal follower. Again, we care more about quality over quantity, but Reels is the way to go if you want to get exposed to a bunch of new eyeballs, if you want a chance to go viral. Of course, it's still going to take consistency and you can't expect your first one to just take off, but it's definitely going to give you the best odds. The odds are going to be in your favor. So I hope that was helpful. Just a quick recap, three ways to get more ideal followers. Number one, give them a reason to keep coming back and serve the heck out of your existing ideal followers. Number two, optimize your bio and name field to attract the right people and repel the wrong ones. And number three, use reels to create niche specific yet shareable content. Again, this is just the tippy tip of the iceberg when it comes to Instagram strategy, content creation, how to win at the algorithm, and how to feel confident and be consistent when you're showing up on social media. I teach so much more. I go way, way deeper into this stuff in my best-selling course, Content Boss, which is currently open for enrollment. You can get instant access when you enroll now at contentbosscourse.com. And that page has all the info about what's included, what's in each module, how it works, plenty of student results and testimonials, all the proof you could possibly need that this shit really works. And I would be so excited for you if you got into this course, because I know it's going to be an absolute game changer. If you're listening to this episode, I know you want to get more followers. I know you want to grow on Instagram. I know that you know that this platform is so, so powerful and can literally change your life if you just know how to use it, how to be strategic, and how to show up confidently. So get in on the action, join Content Boss, and learn more about the course at contentbosscourse.com. That is everything I have for you today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, grind and be grateful, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me today. I hope you loved this episode. And if you did, please take a moment to share it with someone or pop the screenshot up on your Instagram story and tag me. I especially love when you guys share a little on why you enjoyed the episode so that I can keep making more content that you want to hear. Last but not least, don't forget to hit subscribe and I will see you again next week. Until then, grind and be grateful, my friend.